Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book. I'm a registered dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Eric Bustillo, a registered dietitian with a passion for teaching and sports nutrition, who has had many seeds planted along the way to his career in dietetics. Eric has learned many lessons in his career so far and hopes to help others learn to make the world a better place with his hashtag MTWABP through the things that you enjoy. Please enjoy my conversation with Eric. Well, like I said, Eric, I'm so excited. I know that we kind of briefly had a touched moment that Nicole Rodriguez introduced us concerning a random thing. And I had been kind of had my eye on you through Nicole um, (laughs) because we love Nicole. But I'm excited to learn more about you, um, how you got into dietetics and kind of what your passions are currently, which I know you're vice president of a huge association right now, but we'll get to that. Awesome. (laughs) But um, why don't you take me back to, you know, maybe the earlier days when you started getting interested in nutrition, dietetics. How did that all begin for you? Yeah, so it's actually, uh, um, I don't have this crazy, like, I'd say, turning point. Uh, I think it was maybe one thing after another. Uh, in some cases, certain seeds planted. And then from there, it was just kind of a path that I decided to take. Um, one of those seeds planted was just always being into sports. Uh, I've always been uh, an athletic individual. I grew up playing literally any sport, you name it, and I could play it, although I will say maybe not something like golf, but something that (laughs) requires more intensity and uh, a different kind of athleticism. So different ball sports from American football to proper football or soccer, uh, Mm -hmm. beach volleyball, basketball. Uh, Yeah, I played baseball growing up. Wasn't particularly a big fan of it, but it's uh, it's fun to play. So I always had an interest in sport and athleticism and, and just performance and watching it and more so playing it. So that was perhaps one seed from the performance standpoint. And then growing up, my my grandmother, she had type 2 diabetes. And although I didn't really understand much about it, I grew up hearing that uh, we shouldn't eat too many sweets and that mm. my grandma had to take care of herself and what she was eating. And she, she didn't particularly take the best care of herself, but I did grow up watching her finger stick, glucometer, Mm. measure her blood sugar levels. I would hand her the insulin from the refrigerator. She would take out the insulin, inject it into her belly area. Uh, So I grew up around that and, and knowing, but not really understanding that nutrition had some sort of an impact on an individual's health and well-being, And that, we had we have an impact on our health as well through our nutrition. Again, I didn't understand this at nine years old, but looking back at it, it all kind of makes sense. Uh, my grandma, she did end up passing away, uh, and she was like a, a, an angel on earth. She was someone who was very special to me and my family, uh, especially to my mom. It was my mom's mom. Uh, but I want to say that that was a pretty large seed that was planted uh, early on very sub- subliminally, almost a very subconscious thing, again, without me fully understanding the, the impact of it all. Then 
you know, in high school playing sports and just getting even more so into fitness and lifting weights and learning how to do power cleans and box jumps. And uh, I remember my track coach, uh, shout out to coach Johnson, Corey Johnson. Mm-hmm. He's one of those people that, you know, they have an impact on your life early on. And when you look back, you're like, wow, this individual really did lay some sort of a foundation for me. Um, so he was just a good person. Uh, he would make fun of me uh, growing up. I, I was, and I still am a big fan of the rap hip hop group, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I actually used to sing or rap their songs. Uh, and people would get very impressed because they just, they rap very fast and I, I would learn their song. Wow. Um, but coach, <laughs> coach Johnson, he would, he would call me phone bugs <laughs> just to make fun of me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he was one of those people that he, from an early age, again, I was in high school, he, he laid a decent foundation towards what it meant for, for someone to put in hard work and dedication. And, and I always had that, thankfully, to my parents, uh, my dad being from Colombia, my mom being from Cuba. I definitely think there's something um, behind having uh, um, immigrant parents and, like, immigrant blood uh, and I think, you know, you don't have to be the son or daughter of, uh, of immigrants to work hard, but I definitely think that laid a nice foundation for me. So I always had that instilled in me. Uh, and Coach Johnson just, he, he kind of laid the foundation for me as far as fitness goes. Uh, I can say that I've always been active ever since I was a kid. I've never stopped training and working out, uh, especially after high school when, where I ran track, I was on the football team. And Coach Johnson had a big impact on my life. And I remember before track practice or even at lunch, he would say, you know, if you guys need some food, come by. I'm happy to give you all the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, give you some applesauce. Um, and I thought that that was pretty cool. Again, you know, planting these seeds, I, I didn't have this full understanding of nutrition. In fact, I would make fun of my brother. I have an older brother. I have a few older brothers, um, but the one that I'm closest to, uh, his name is Brian. He's a city of Miami firefighter. Oh. He, um, he, he was always into working out, especially when he got into college and those things. Um, and I used to make fun of him for, for taking care of his nutrition because he started maybe drinking a protein shake here and there and actually paying attention to uh, consuming more protein. And I, I would make fun of him. Uh, and then, you know, come full circle on the dietitian now. Uh, <laughs> Funny how uh, that happens. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, so, you know, when I graduated high school and I got into college, initially, I, I went to college for sports management. I wanted to be an agent for athletes. Mm. Uh, and then rather quickly, I was kind of like, nah, I don't, I don't particularly like this path. Uh, I, I don't know if it was courses that I had to take or if I was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Something, something turned me off about it. Uh, but my brother suggested to me, he said, hey, why don't you become a dietitian? And my answer to him was, I don't know what a dietitian is. Yeah. And, um, and cause imagine, you know, especially at that time, this was, um, I graduated high school in 2005. Um, and at that time, I don't think the dietetic profession was as well known as it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward 16 years later or so. And I had no idea what it was. So I looked into it and, you know, all those seeds planted finalized by my brother suggesting it me taking a health and fitness class in Miami-Dade College because I went to Miami-Dade College uh, before going to Florida International University. So I got my associate's degree in dietetics 
taking this health and fitness class with uh, Coach Rothstein. <clears throat> he really showed me a cool part about nutrition and fitness and working out. Uh, so that was like the final straw. My brother suggesting it, me taking that class. Uh, I spoke with a dietitian at Miami Dade College who teaches nutrition courses. And then from there, moving forward, it was just, you know, take the chemistries, the microbiology, or no, the biologies, uh, and then eventually the microbiology at FIU or Florida International University. Um, and then at, at FIU, I took the, the main courses there for my dietetics and nutrition bachelor's, got accepted into, uh, we had a, a coordinated program at FIU did my internship there. I rotated in several different sites that I was very fortunate to, to rotate in. I will say they weren't all the best experiences. In some cases I was doing things that I didn't particularly want to do, but I understood that I had to do it. You know, it was, uh, mm -hmm. it was the internship. I had zero sense of entitlement. Uh, and I, I think it's important to say that because I have had students, um, approach me almost with a sense of entitlement. And I try to lay the rules very clear from the beginning where uh, if you get into an internship, you're very fortunate. There are a lot of people who, who don't really get into an internship. Um, so I'm not going to say, I don't think that we should go into it from, with an entitled standpoint. The way I went into it was let me make the best of this standpoint. So I took out the trash. I made the sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I made the phone call surveys and those things, but I also asked questions. I made the best of the situation. I drove uh, 30 something miles one way, maybe even 40 miles one way. So a total of 80 miles for a part of my rotation. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, it is what we make it. Uh, when I was making those sandwiches and taking out trash at Einstein bagels at my university for my food service rotation, I made it a point to ask the supervisor I was working with, Hey, how do I make a schedule? You know, so I can learn how to do that. <clears throat> uh, when just in case if that came up in my dietetic boards, you know, my RD boards. Um, so, you know, it, it is whatever we make it, but I did rotate in several different locations and I'm, I'm very grateful for that experience. Um, and then after that, I graduated uh, with my bachelor's and I passed my boards my first time. Nice. Um, yeah. So I was very happy to get that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's always a relief. <laughs> most definitely, you know, and I tell people I, I passed with the exact passing score, right? It was like 25, if I'm not mistaken. I did uh, too. I was like, <laughs> I didn't even care. I was like, I passed. We're yeah, <laughs> legit. I did not care what score I came out of there with. Like, I know some people might be secretive about it. I'm like, listen, if you're going to judge me based on my RD score, then you have bigger problems. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, so uh, I passed it the first time. And, and I should say that I had a job lined up for me. Uh, well, as soon as I graduated, I was working somewhere. Uh, and I worked in that location for about five and a half years. And I had... I had some really good experience there. You know, it was a, a doctor's office that was kind of like a, a health and wellness clinic office kind of thing where mm. uh, uh, there were obviously there was like the cardiologist and the, the medical side to it all. But then there was like the, the health and wellness side, which was where the dietitians were. Uh, and we would sell programs. We sold supplements. Like I learned a lot in that place, uh, a, a lot of good, a lot of maybe not so good things. I think it's all something to learn from. Um, I definitely learned uh, about having uh, integrity. 
and uh, standing up for what I believe in because I did do things or, or even promote things that I, I don't believe in now. At the time, I was perhaps uncertain about it. Uh, and some of it was even questionable to me at the time, but I still went through with it, you know, and I, I like sharing the story with people because, um, you know, it's not all, you know, clear cut, everything is going to be uh, perfect and laid out in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were things that I did and I'm not going to, I mean, I wasn't putting people on like uh, some crazy drug or anything along those sure. lines, um, but it was just things that I, I don't agree with. And, and even at the time that I, I didn't really agree with, but I still did it uh, for whatever reason. Uh, I want to say part of the reason was that the person who was like my immediate boss uh, was someone that was somewhat of like a, a mentor and a coach to me. Um, and it's interesting how life functions because that individual himself turned out to be uh, not a very good person. Like they were like taking money and oh no, uh, yeah, it was one of those things. And you know, we like sold supplements in this place, and there were programs that were like very cookie cutter programs. Um, and it was just it was things to learn from because we we did change lives, you know, for the better. In retrospect or in hindsight, um, you know, putting people on very restrictive diets is not a long term mm. solution. And uh, I'm glad that I learned from it. Because, I mean, I, I wouldn't do that ever again. And, uh, and I like to share my story because hopefully um, students or other dietitians or maybe just a, a consumer, someone's future client or patient can learn from me sharing this story in that, you know, those kinds of like very low calorie, it, it was basically a very low calorie, high protein. I have nothing against high protein, but very low calorie, not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, people did lose weight, but the majority ended up gaining it back. Um, and it was just kind of very gimmicky where we would sell a supplement uh, and people would think, yeah, the supplements really helped. In reality, they weren't really doing much. Uh, and I, would, I was very upfront with people about that. I said, look, you know, if anything, you know, maybe this like fiber supplement might help you feel a little bit more full, but the supplements aren't really making you lose the weight. Like it's not, it's not the supplement. It's, they just come as part of the program. And it's like multivitamins and, you know, whatever. Sure. Um, but, uh, but don't you think that like for like a job, for like your first job, I think sometimes we, you do kind of not like go along with things, but I think you need those first jobs to kind of figure out what kind of dietitian you want to be and your standards and your principles and things like that. Like, I don't think you learn that all in your internship. You kind of have to have those first time experiences. Yeah, I would, I would strongly agree with that. Uh, and that helps me not be hard on myself, um, for, for, you know, going through the experiences and, and, you know, it was interesting because I, you know, I worked when the, the, I guess the, the shady person, my, my, the former yeah. boss. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when, when, when they got discovered, you know, I, I didn't see like not even one penny of a raise for several years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't getting paid very well. You know, when you're a starting dietitian, sure. Maybe for that first year, it's okay to make, you know, whatever, $42,000 a year or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somewhere along those lines in that first year ish or so, um, I ended up getting bumped up and I got, I started getting paid and, and I hope it's okay for me to talk about this. I'm not Absolutely. really shy about this. Yeah. Um, I start. I was getting paid $45,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I stayed there 
And the next year came around and I stayed there. And then, you know, it was always, oh, you know, I remember, I'll never forget this. You know, this guy would tell me, oh, your time's coming, my boy, your time's coming. <laughs> Literally, like quoting this guy word for word. And it's a shame because it was someone that did have somewhat of a positive impact on certain things for me. And I appreciate what I learned, but I also learned from the negatives. Um, and, you know, ultimately it turned out that they were just kind of pocketing money uh, taken from the company. And obviously, you know, I wasn't getting a raise or anything like that. Uh, and then eventually the actual CEO of the whole company of the medical practice, um, he eventually fired this guy when he was discovered. And then I got a little raise and I got bumped up to 55,000, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I still thought I should have gotten more ultimately for the hours of work that I put in, you know, I put in those 15 hour days and so on and so forth. Um, but I was grateful for that opportunity. Uh, and it was quite the learning experience because I, uh, I worked around some uh, energies that I wasn't particularly a big fan of. I'm a very optimistic person and I like helping people. And my hashtag that I use is MTWABP. It stands for make the world a better place. Uh, and I, I, I really believe in that. <clears throat> it doesn't mean that I'm perfect in any way, shape or form. I'm open to learning. Uh, but I do think that we can make the world around us a little bit better. Um, so learning with people who were just kind of toxic uh, individuals and also people who were awesome people, people who, who I met there and, and I'm still cool with to this day. Uh, the things that I've learned from there. Um, and even something uh, interesting is I have experience in multi-level marketing as well, which I'm not, I'm currently not particularly, particularly an advocate or a fan of multi-level marketing. Mm-hmm. Um but I was involved in two of them. One of them, uh, the company that this company that I'm talking about, um, it started turning into a multi-level marketing company because again, we sold supplements and products and uh, very cookie cutter programs to put people on. Uh, and funny enough, almost to the date, if not exactly to the date, uh, three years ago was when I stopped working there. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yep. 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 And, uh, uh, when it started really going into the multi-level marketing, I wasn't really a big fan of that. And and they knew, but I stuck around. The part of me almost felt like uh, I'm a very loyal person. So I felt almost like I owed something to the, the CEO of the company for helping me out. And, you know, he's, he was always nice to me and stuff and, and all of that, even though I don't a hundred percent agree with uh, their ways of doing certain things and so on and so forth. We could say that about many people. Sure. Um, but you know, he was, he was always nice to me. So a part of me felt like I owed him something, even though I did not agree or stand up with the multi-level marketing stuff, I stuck around. Um, but eventually they, they let me go, uh, because they knew that I wasn't about it. And I also wasn't going to, I remember they called for a meeting. It was actually on Memorial day weekend. They Mm. called for a meeting like the morning of like that Saturday morning, they said, Hey, meeting today. And I was like, guys, I'm not, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> and like, they did the uh... same thing. The next day. Exactly. I'm like, you know, I could have been out of town, but I wasn't, but I had plans. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't going to drop everything. I had done that many times before. I was going to Left- say, I feel like you probably were pretty accommodating throughout the whole first five years of your career. 100%. Right. So I, I was very much so like leaving my family behind kind of thing. My family, mm-hmm. meaning like my parents, if we were celebrating, like, yeah, we're going to celebrate my dad's birthday. I never forget this one year celebrating my dad's birthday. And you know, the, the owner of the company was very upset. There's no one at this like 
walkathon thing or whatever or a oh. 5K. So I I hurried over there to you know try to show face and you know show like, hey I'm, I'm supporting this stuff and and it was on my dad's birthday celebration. You know obviously Aww. I left there and then it went back. So you know little sacrifices like that. Yeah. Um, and then you know ultimately I was like yeah no I'm not gonna do that. Uh, and then I think they started kind of getting the hints that I wasn't really a fan of it and I was just kind of sticking around just because obviously I wanted to try to help. And they ended up letting me go. And, uh, you know, thankfully they did that because I was going to leave six months. Uh, my, my plan was leave in December. They let me go in early June. Oh. Uh, so uh, so you already had an exit plan. You were like, okay. I did. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to try to help him, you know, build this thing that I didn't believe in. But I said, you know what, <laughs> let, me, let me just help. And, you know, sometimes we can be loyal to a fault. And it's important to recognize these things early on because it's one of those things where, you know, you learn to stand up for what you believe in. You learn to promote things that you truly believe in uh, and that are from an ethical standpoint that they're also what you believe in too. Um, mm-hmm. So it was definitely something to learn from. So I was, um, I was, I was pleased uh, when I was let go of, I started just kind of doing my own thing, working. Uh, I had my own practice where I would consult private clients and do lectures and seminars and even like corporate wellness type of things. Oh, you did. Um, so were you doing that when you were at this business then? I was. Yeah. Yeah. So some of it was through the business. Also, they would have like contacts. They had some pretty, pretty cool contacts and stuff, which I was grateful for, for that. Um, and then just my own thing, speaking at conferences and, you know, if I could help any like companies in any way, small companies or whatever it might be. Um, so that was, that was pretty cool. And then that lasted about six months. And uh, a friend of mine was working for this company. There's this company called Marathon Health, whom I work for now. Um, and we actually have uh, a clinic over in Iowa now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I said, you know, my friend used to work for Marathon Health and she was leaving and she asked me if I wanted her position. I was like, no, I'm okay, doing my own thing. And then several months passed and I wrote to her and I, cause I thought to myself, Hey, maybe I can do both. Maybe I can do my own thing uh, and work at this place, either part-time or full-time or whatever it is and just kind of make it all work out. And fast forward, you know, what, two and a half years later now, that's what I'm doing. I'm working full-time with Marathon Health. It's a health and wellness center uh, that uh, my particular location, we, we see, we work with a municipality uh, so we'll see police, fire, the individuals who do landscaping and utilities for the city, uh, even city council members like the mayor and whatnot. Uh, mm. So we see them for, we have a couple of nurse practitioners, a medical assistant, and myself, the dietitian slash health coach slash trainer, uh, because I am a registered dietitian. Uh, actually, just this past August, I got my master's in applied exercise science and sports nutrition. Um, congratulations. That's thank awesome. You. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Never thought I was going to do that. And then I decided, really? yep. I never, ever wanted to go back to school. And then I said, you know what? <laughs> I can, I can see myself teaching. And for um, that, you need at least the masters. Yes. Uh, so I said, let me go back and get the masters. Um, and I did, uh, and I've been a certified personal trainer for almost nine years now. I've been a certified sport nutritionist through the ISSN for about eight years. I'm currently the co-vice president of the International Society of Sports Nutrition. Uh, And I also have a strength coach certification that I got a couple of years ago. Um, So 
uh, over at the city that I work with, with Marathon Health, I, I do wellness consultations, weight loss or performance if someone wants to prepare for a race or something, um, you know, medical nutrition therapy, diabetes or cancer, hypertension and whatnot. Uh, and then I also coach fitness classes and, and give lectures and seminars. Actually, today I gave, a, we call it Wellness Wednesdays. I gave a Wellness Wednesday lecture uh, on train your brain. So different things we can do for our brain. So it's a pretty cool gig that I have um, on the, as well as my private clients that I see and I do coaching and I still do lectures at conferences and seminars and, and those sorts of things. And uh, uh, just kind of have my hands involved in, in quite a few things. And I, I, I think it's safe to say that I, I love what I do. You're like the whole package. You have like <laughs> all of it. I mean, if you think about like with Marathon Health, I mean, you kind of cover the whole gamut of all health <laughs> conditions, concerns, as well as being able to do training and doing, you know, some lecturing too. Yeah. No, yeah. It's uh, it's such a cool, it really is a cool gig. Um, and to think that it's like, um, I know that the the place that I used to work for probably sounds like it's this terrible place. And I, I don't, I don't want it to come off that way. I don't, I'm not a fan of like bad mouthing certain things. I just like to be very, I like to call a spade a spade and just tell things mm-hmm. as they are. I'm mm-hmm. very grateful for my experience there and there, there was good and bad. Um, but it is interesting to see going from one place that it was a little bit more of a, a toxic environment, just like as far as like uh, maybe people's energies and just the way that things were handled. Um, and going to some place like with Marathon Health, that they're very they're very pro employee, uh, and it's 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 nice to feel valued and perhaps taken care of. Um, and then obviously the things that I do on the side on, for, on just on my own name. Um, I'm, I'm proud of myself for having built a name for myself that is uh, someone who people can trust for honest information. And I'm not going to try to sell you on, you know, some BS or anything. And mm-hmm. I like that people consider me a, I'm not making this up. People have actually said to me, they're like, Hey, Eric, you know, you're the person who I trust. I go to for information. Like someone actually helped me realize that that's like my niche. That they're like, hey, I can go to you for information. I know someone who, uh, I don't know if they still are, but they were involved in a, a multi-level marketing company that sells like beauty products, like hair and, and makeup and those things. Oh, sure. And they were, they were going to start selling some supplements, some like probiotics, some like, I don't know, greens, powder, and like a, a vegan collagen or something along those lines. And sh- her first thought was, I don't know anything about this. Let me talk with Eric. Um, and when she told me that, I was like, wow, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm very flattered and, 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 and I appreciate you thinking of me to, to get my opinion. I respect you for asking me mm-hmm. because you could just, you know, spit out whatever the company tells you to say and go and sell things and, you know, make money on overpriced products. Uh, but you asked me what I thought and, and I appreciate that. Uh, and I've had other dietitians and, and even students because I'll have students and, and RDs uh, write to me either on Instagram or on LinkedIn and just asking questions. And I'm always open to hopping on a phone call. I say, hey, look, you know, call me or text me at this number and maybe we can hop on a phone call and maybe I can help you, you know, whatever it is. Almost like a, I'm almost like a free mentor for, <laughs> for some students and dietitians. And, and I love it. I, I love that people 
uh, are open to asking me questions about things. Well, like you were talking about like plantings, you know, like how your grandma planted, planting the seed for you being a dietitian, your coach, Corey, planting that seed. Mm -hmm. And like your first job, it seems like that also helped kind of plant a seed for you to find the success that you have right now and being that mentor and being that expert and, you know, like multi-level companies and, you know, all those things wouldn't have happened and you wouldn't be in that place where you are today if you didn't have those previous experiences. Yeah, this is very true. And that's an excellent, an excellent point. I think, you know, all to show us that uh, every path is something to learn from, you know, we can, we can learn from the good, the bad, the ugly, we can make things, you know, what they are. Um, And, and yeah, I think all the seeds that get planted how are we going to help them grow? And right. Sometimes certain seeds are going to be planted that maybe aren't that good. And we don't have to water those seeds. We can <laughs> you know, take other routes. <laughs> right. And like you said too, you don't want to bad mouth the company that you worked for previously, because that might be a perfect fit for another person. It just wasn't the perfect fit for you. Exactly. Exactly. I do try to be very honest in what I say, um, because that helps me, it helps me not badmouth anything or anyone. Like if, if I say something bad about you, I'm just saying the truth. It was something that you basically, I guess you earned it in a way. Sure. Um, like stealing money, for example. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, this person, that person, but ultimately if you do something bad, like, I mean, Hey, you know, you, uh, you make the bed you sleep in kind of thing. Totally. Totally. And I I think it's great that your friend or like other people are so, you know, they are comfortable with asking you your opinion and and seek out your expertise. That's like a dietitian's dream, right? Like having someone being like, tell me what you think about this. And it's like, oh my gosh, yes, let's do hop on a call because I will (laughs) talk to you for hours if you want to know my expertise. Oh, seriously. Like (laughs) if you can't already tell, I can talk forever <laughs> <laughs> but that's good that's why, that's why you that's why people probably relate really well with you and that, that they do want to talk to you about things maybe i i think <laughs> it's impossible. i can't say i'm also a very good listener I, I have had patients and people tell me that and uh i think things like motivational interviewing and coming from a place of empathy and trying to understand so we can help uh i really try to to do that so people can feel listened to and so that they can make a difference in their lives also. Well, I can tell that. And I mean, I don't, you know, we've never met, but I can tell that even just from your social media, just how much you truly do care about all humans, even the ones that you work with, but just people that you don't even know that you're, you know, putting your messaging out to that. You can just tell that you really care about nutrition. You care about health, but you also care about humankind. Yeah. And I appreciate that. That really means a lot. Um, because not too long ago, there was some stuff that happened on social media that for me, it was just, it was very disturbing. Um, because, uh, some messages I think got taken the wrong way and I'm very open to listening to what people have to say. If I said something wrong, I want to know how I hurt somebody's feelings. Uh, and I'm, I'm always willing to get on a conversation on a phone call with someone and have a conversation with them. Uh, because I literally want to learn if there's learning to be had, I want to ensure that I am doing just that. Um, and I really try to 
to do that. So it means, you know, it does mean a lot that, that you're saying that and uh, that that's the, perhaps the image that gets put out there on, on my social media platforms. Absolutely. That's you. Yeah, it definitely is. So if something <clears throat> happened, it was something I hope that never has to happen again, because I think you do a fantastic job. Thank you. I, I do appreciate that. <clears throat> so talk to me about the ISSN, maybe share mm-hmm. a little bit more about what that is, how you got yeah. involved and how you are like the VP of the whole thing. Yeah. So the ISSN is the international society of sports nutrition. Um, ISSN started back in the early 2000s. Uh, it was a group of individuals, uh, Dr. Susan Kleiner, registered dietitian and trailblazer in the field of nutrition and exercise science. Um, Dr. Jose Antonio, Dr. Doug Kalman, Dr. Rick Kreider, and I want to say Anthony Almada. They were all at a conference one time, and Sue, uh, Dr. Kleiner, she was like, why don't we just, why don't we start our own? <laughs> and, um, you know, leave it to the woman to come up with yeah. a good idea. <laughs> Heck yeah. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, sure enough, ISSN got started. And I went, I was doing my internship in 2012. Uh, and that was the first ISSN conference that I ever attended. And I've not missed an annual conference since then. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got involved. Uh, I never intended to become anything in the ISSN, I was happy to volunteer and help however needed. Um, and just the people that I've met there, the, the friends that I've made, the, the science that I've learned just different things. It's just been such an amazing organization and it's just, it's such good vibes there. Uh, I always encourage dietitians to come out students and already working professionals. Um, and, just my involvement and my caring about the organization, uh, it showed and, and the, the, maybe we can call them the higher ups in the ISSN. Uh-huh. Uh, they saw it and they thought that I should be a uh, vice president. So we have two vice presidents. Uh, we have one vice president, Dr. Chad Kirksick. He, um, he is a researcher at Lindenwood university and he's maybe more, on the research side of things and I'm maybe more in the, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe practical side of things or the application Application. side of things. Yeah. 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 Uh, Where I'm in the field and putting this stuff into work. Um, And it's just two different, two different personalities. I'm I'm very much on social media and he's not so much on social media, uh, but we offer different, different flavors to the table. And then our current president, uh, Dr. Trisha Van Dusseldorp, um, she over at Kennesaw in Georgia, she's the, the current president and I believe the first female president. Um, and it's just a cool group to be around from Dr. Jose Antonio to the former president, Dr. Sean Arendt at, from South Carolina university of South Carolina. It's just been such amazing people that I've met. And, um, I'm just so grateful to the ISSN, the, the studies that come out of the journal at like the JISSN, the conferences there it's, you know, you hang out with people who are at the forefront of the research. Um, and it's an honor to, to be the a co VP. And, um, and even like, I like to move, move things forward. In fact, October 2nd, we have a webinar that it's our, the ISSN's inaugural, um, women's health and performance seminar. So specifically dedicated to women. And I'm very proud to say that it was my idea. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, uh, 
not like that's a, awesome. Yeah, I'm not a two year own horn, but if you're proud of yourself, <laughs> you should. You, know, you got to be proud of yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so I'm definitely proud of that. Uh, I just because I think that uh, it's we've gone way too long without not the ISIS and we as a society, particularly the scientific community, have gone way too long without um, giving women an opportunity in in science. Like most studies. Uh, are done on males. Mm-hmm. Now we're starting to see a lot more on women and understanding menstruation, the menstrual cycle. And you're seeing more uh, female researchers and female athletes taking interest to this and just women doing awesome things. And I love that that's happening because I, I love to see men and women do amazing things and be a part of something great. So I like to be as inclusive with it all as we can. Well, and it sounds like that's like a huge passion of yours and just being available for all types of clients that you work with too and having that expertise. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I've, I would say majority of clients and patients that I've worked with are probably women, maybe something along the lines of like 70, 30, 70 oh, women, 30% yeah. men, maybe something like that. Um, so yeah, it's definitely something I'm passionate about. Uh, I'll never forget, I I visited Dr. Abby Smith-Ryan over at University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, her and her lab in November. And she asked me a question. She said, you know, why why do you care so much about moving, like, the women forward in all of this? And I just, my answer was, I think about my mom. Like, I think about the my moms Mm -hmm. of the world, uh, where I want them to be represented. I want to know how to help my mom or someone like her, uh, my mom, when she was 20 years old, my mom, if she were ever, uh, an Olympic athlete, uh, my mom now, you know, in older age and all of that. So, mm-hmm. you know, people that will be like my mom. So I'm always happy to, to be able to, to represent those individuals. And I've always been the one who stands up for, uh, I guess the, the quieter voice or the person who won't stand up for themselves. At least I try to mm-hmm. um, just, just because I do try to see things very objectively, like, Hey, what's going on here? Okay. Maybe let me just call this out. Like, look, this person, this is what happened and so on and so forth. But you know, let's, uh, let's do more things for women. I like it. I like yeah. it. <laughs> Thank you. So when you think about, it sounds like you're in a really great place with your profession, with you love what you're doing. You did mention that you would like to maybe get in, I'm like, you're teaching now, but do you see yourself maybe doing some teaching at a college? Like, what do you kind of see for your future? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I do think that my life is quite good. Um, but yes, teaching. Uh, I actually, I just recently interviewed for a uh, adjunct professor position with the University of Miami. I didn't get it. Uh, but Hey, I made it to the final round of interviews and that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of cool to be a part of that. And, uh, so I would like to teach, you know, one class, two classes, whatever I can fit into the schedule to make happen because I I really enjoy doing that. Um, and I'm hoping to, uh, get onboarded with a company that does lectures and seminars for first responders and service members, Mm. uh, for police, fire, military. Um, so that's currently in the process and hopefully everything goes well with that. So that's one way of teaching as well. And then just continuing with giving lectures and seminars and, you know, I'm not a hundred percent sure what my future looks like. Um, but I like the direction that it's going. 
that's all. I didn't know there was like a teaching pool for like first responders and like military and. Yeah, it's actually, a, there's a, a company, uh, this one particular company, they're called O2X. Um, and I'm hoping to, to get in with them specifically and give lectures and seminars whenever they need me. So that's really awesome. Yeah. I could so see you as, I could see you as professor Eric. I think he's amazing. (laughs) I would love to take classes from you. I feel like I would learn. So, I mean, just, you can just tell like your passion just would radiate in a classroom. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. (laughs) I, uh, I'd like to think so. Uh, and that's a part of why I want to do it. I, you know, my, my girlfriend, she says the same thing. She says, you know, it's so cool to see how passionate and knowledgeable you are. And it's just, it's very flattering to hear that. Um, so I would love to impact the future, uh, dietitians or nurses yeah. or doctors or trainers of the world, you know? Sure. Do you take, are you, do you precept? Do you take like students and things that are becoming dietitians? I do. Yeah. 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 I do that. And lots of things have had to be uh, virtual. So I try sure. to make that as, as, as exciting as I can. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. And you know, the, so far the students are very grateful. Um, a part of what I have them do is just kind of like review certain papers. Uh, oftentimes it'll be like the position stands of the, the journal of the international society of sports nutrition of JISSN. Mm-hmm. And their feedback is just like, wow, like, thank you for this. Like, this was what I was hoping to learn. We don't learn this in school, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, yeah, I like to, to, you know, open, open, uh, bright minds. Seems like ISSN is a, you know, like not, you know, if you're interested in sports and nutrition and things like that, it seems like that's, I don't know if I've heard, that's not a very talked about society for people to join or to be a part of. I guess I didn't, I mean, I've been a dietitian for a while, but I, I yeah. probably miss out on a lot of things, but I feel like that's just something I didn't really hear a lot about. Yeah. I mean, we, as dietitians, we hear more about like things from the academy, Yeah, um, maybe things like ACSM, yes. um, but ISSN is definitely... It's definitely one of the, I think it's the most fun one. Um, <laughs> That's always <but> good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then again, people you meet there and whatnot. But yeah, lots of times it doesn't get talked about, but I think that it should be talked about much more. And uh, I always tell students and dietitians about it. And, uh, you know, in fact, there's a, a student dietitian. She's, uh, she's actually going to be coming down to the conference. She was one of the people who reached out to me on LinkedIn and oh. we had a conversation. And sure enough, I'm looking forward to, Meeting her, hopefully, I, I'm a hugger, so I'm going to give her a big old <laughs> hug because uh, it's just so cool. I love meeting people yes, and um, to be able to to have some sort of an impact. And the fact that she's making it down for ISSN, I mean, I just, I love that. It shows dedication and uh, yeah, I, I tell dietitians about it all the time. That's, well, I, I definitely will now too. And I, you know, it's awesome. like I precept as well and there's, I feel like there's always just an interest in sports nutrition, especially mm-hmm. if I have male interns, which, yeah. you know, I feel like there's just not a lot for them as far as resources. And so I'll definitely have to start sharing a little bit more about that. When is the conference for ISSN? So the one this year is next week. Next um, week. So it's yeah. in the June, summer. It is. Yeah. So it's June okay. 10th through 12th. Okay. Uh, next year it's in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, and it's going to be June 16th through 18th. Okay. I'll have to put that in the show notes, just the link for ISSN and yeah, the webinar awesome. that you have coming in October 2nd too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there are other ones too, and they'll show up on the website, other webinars that we'll have. And 
we like to do things in person as well. Obviously, the last year and a half or so yeah. are a little different. Yeah. But, uh, but we do have things throughout the year. And then the annual conference is like the big fun one. I love conferences. I've missed those. So yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think you had, didn't, did Nicole Rodriguez speak at one of your conferences? Yes, she yes. did in 2019. The yeah. one that was in Vegas. That was where I met her in person. Did you? She mm-hmm. tried to get me to go. Now I'm mad I didn't go because I couldn't make it work. But uh, it's okay. There's <gasps> we'll next to, year. Right? Yeah, we'll have to. Her and I could come to Fort Lauderdale. That could be pretty fun. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'd love to have you guys over here. That'd be so cool. Well, I think um, it's fantastic. All the things that you're doing and Thank all you. the things that I'm excited to now be even a bigger fan of yours as I know more about you. And I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you too. I think you're doing such great things and it's good to hear. It's always good to hear a dietitian be in a happy place with their career and looking forward to the opportunities in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, yeah, it's just, it's nice to, to really love what you do. And, and I'm just, I'm blessed. I'm blessed that my parents decided to come from their respective countries and yeah. have my brother and I and give us an awesome life. And then, you know, the, all the seeds that were planted and, you know, all my experiences and, and to be where I am now, I'm just, I'm so blessed and, and um, I, I love it. I'm, I have such a good life. It's, it's amazing. I have to give props to your brother for even suggesting being a dietitian. Like, how, yeah. did, he, how did he even know about that? You know no, what I mean? I, I don't even, I don't know. Maybe a friend of his, but you know, shout out <laughs> so to Brian weird. Bustillo. That's uh, <laughs> I love that guy, man. He's uh, he's awesome. Brian, we, lo- we love you because you even knew what a dietitian was. For you sure. suggest it. <laughs> yes, 100%. That's the man right there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you, B. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for answering all the easy questions. Are you ready yeah. for the hard questions? I'm ready. Let's do okay. It. <laughs> Why don't you share with me some of the foods that you enjoy? Pizza. Awesome. Uh, goat <laughs> cheese. Mm. Uh, I do love me a nice uh, a croissant with scrambled eggs and cheese. Nice little homemade one. Oh, I do gosh. like a, a good salad. Lots of spinach and like dried cranberries and, and nuts and goat cheese on there. Mm. Um I do love me a good old burger. Uh, do you cook? I do. Not as often yeah. as I would like to, but I do cook. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, even if uh, you just make a croissant with egg, that's cooking in my It is. My yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm really good at making that. Oh, that's um, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I love peanut butter and jelly. And the one thing, I, I probably wouldn't be the, a very good Hispanic if I – didn't say this, but I could probably live off rice and beans, white rice and black Ooh, beans. Yeah, that's uh, delicious. Yeah, I, I love those. <laughs> and thanks to Coach Corey for uh, to that peanut butter and jelly. Right? Yes, shout out, Corey. <laughs> Coach Johnson, thank you. <laughs> How about beverages you enjoy? Um, water and, and like protein beverages. I'm, I'm not particularly like a, a big beverage person. Yeah. If if I do have something like on the alcoholic side of things, mm-hmm. um, maybe like a, a pina colada, mm. like the the fruity, nice tasting things, I'm a yes. fan of because I don't like the taste of alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they do taste pretty good. That I would agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I love me some sugar. So 
you know, oh, I love good. Oreos, like those things. I, I love them. Uh, sweets, sweets are the way to your heart. They really are. Oh, food are. in general, <laughs> food in general. But then when you start throwing either a brownie or some Oreos in there, then yeah, for You're sure. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's how my lady got me. <laughs> oh, see, she was smart. I like that. <laughs> How about any scents or smells you enjoy? Um, I'm a fan of things like eucalyptus or peppermint. Mm-hmm. Um, I do enjoy those. I'd also like a nice vanilla, like a vanilla candle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love the smell of a real Christmas tree. Oh, do you get those yeah. very much in Miami? Real Christmas trees? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm yeah. not particularly a big like, hey, let's get a tree and decorate it. I'm just, I'm a very like. Just like the I'm smell. S- I do like the smell, but I'm just such a simple person. Like, I'm okay if I don't do anything for, like, my birthday or whatever. Like, I, I enjoy doing things, but I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. We could just hang. You um, probably just take every day. Like, you probably are just like, hey, every day is a great day. So, it doesn't have to be anything special for a holiday yeah, or a birthday. I do see it that way. You know, I can yeah. understand the celebrating of things, and I'm not against it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I do enjoy the smell of walking into a house or an apartment and there's a Christmas tree in there and it just smells like Christmas. Like Christmas. Yeah. yeah. I We're can almost see that. <laughs> we are halfway. <laughs> 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 now, if you were not a dietitian or weren't currently working in your current profession, what would you do as a profession? Mm, I'd probably be some type of a coach. Like a sports coach? Yeah. Working yeah. with athletes in some way, shape or form. Um, uh, I already do like lectures and seminars, so it probably wouldn't be fair to say that because I could see my, <laughs> my career path taking that route, route a little bit more in the future. Um, but yeah, some sort of a coach, I would say, uh, or something with people. I'm just, I'm good with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so something that involves, you know, having a positive impact on people. And what brings you joy in life, Eric? Um, food. Uh, (laughs) laughter smiles kindness I enjoy seeing people do good things Um, animals I love animals I love to see animals um, happy I love when my dog when I make it home and my dog has this like confused like he doesn't know whether to (laughs) smile or like stick his tongue out or he doesn't know what to do it's just the best thing Um, (laughs) he's so happy to see you he is it's just so adorable Uh, so yeah I'd say you know definitely family, spending time with family, being around good people and good energy. Um, yeah, just the, 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 the little things that, that I think maybe we take for granted. Um, being in the mountains, the beach. Mm. Uh, I love hearing good news. Uh, I like to be there for people that I care about. Uh, all of that brings me joy. It's like your hashtag, make the world a better place, the right? Better place. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's so yeah. awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for sharing a little piece of your life and your heart and everything with me today. I've really enjoyed our conversation. I did too. And I hope that um, it was insightful for the folks who who listened to this. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to to talk for an hour straight. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to do it again, you just let me know. We'll make it happen. Listen, I'm, I'm really more than happy to do it. I, uh, if you ever do want to have me on, you know, you can put a note, you can shoot me an email. We can set it up. I'm, I'm more than happy to do this another That'd time. Be awesome. Maybe we could pick like a topic that you really would like to chat about and we could yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm more that. than willing to do it. I'm, I'd be, it'd be my pleasure to do it. In fact. 
Well, I'm definitely going to also try to talk Nicole into maybe making a trip down to Fort Lauderdale next year. Yes, let's that do That would be so fun. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric, thank you so much. I hope you have a good rest of your evening. Thank you. Same to you. And thanks again for having me on. And remember, make the world a better place. I don't personally know Eric, but I feel like I've had a great opportunity to get to know him a little bit better through our conversation today. I got some great insight on just how passionate he is about all the things that he does, but I appreciated so much how he shared just those initial bumps along the way in your dietetics career that maybe, you know, you don't 100% agree with, but you do things to learn from and to grow from and to figure out what kind of dietitian you want to be. So I really appreciate his honesty about his experiences and also how great it is that he's in a place where he feels much more comfortable and realizes that this job is a much better fit and he's enjoying where he is right now. In the show notes, I also will connect, um, have the link for the International Society of Sports Nutrition. If you are a person interested in sports nutrition, this might be another great opportunity to connect with some other like-minded individuals in a different setting and get some great experience and maybe attend that com- or the conferences or maybe even attend a webinar that they have coming up. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.